everybody, the complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist. I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. Today I'm going to talk about something I, I don't know that I've ever talked about it, or at least talked about it much in depth, and that is catastrophic thinking. I've read recently, and really in the last six months, I've read that catastrophic thinking Um, A lot of times people with PTSD tend to have this thinking as a part of just their, maybe their daily thinking or their outlook or their forecast for their future. Um, And it really is catastrophic. It's bad. I personally have never had a therapist or, or doctor tell me, or even a friend tell me, you suffer from catastrophic thinking. I personally think, though, that I have struggled with this for really since I was a teenager, off and on. I wouldn't say regularly, but at times when I'm really, really low or depressed, I definitely have cash. I would say I definitely have catastrophic thinking. Again, this is my own opinion about my own experience. So the definition, when I googled it, I'm not giving like a dictionary definition. I don't even know if there is one. But when I Google this, um, it's basically thinking of the worst possible outcomes for situations. And people with PTSD can tend to think this way. It's disastrous results if certain things were to happen. So for example, if you fail a college exam and you think my life is over if I don't pass this or ace this, that can be thought of as catastrophic thinking. Um, In just a minute, I'm going to use three examples from my own life for what I think are examples of catastrophic thinking, and then I'm going to provide what I think are solutions. And interestingly, I noticed there's a pattern with how to kind of reverse it, and also a pattern of what is kind of the the root behind what's going on in my situations when I think catastrophically. I wanted to report back on something I said I would report back on. So one small thing that I mentioned about six days ago, I said that I would buy these these automatic candles. So candles that turn on in the evening in your home. Um, and they're just automatic, so they're on a timer. And I set the intention of buying them. I intentionally bought them to help me relax in the evening because I tend to overanalyze and my mind races a lot before I go to bed. And so I bought these candles that you just flip the switch at 8.30 in the evening on timer. And then at 8.30 every evening, they turn on, and I bought two of them. Um, And so every time they turn on, it's my reminder to relax, stop overanalyzing, and stop being so hard on myself, because I'm really hard on myself, especially in the evening, in my mind races. It's almost like I just can't situate myself. And the candles have, they've worked. They've they've made me feel better. Um, At 8.30, they just pop on. I don't have to remind myself to turn them on. They're automatic. And it it helps me just kind of be a little bit more rational and relax. So they work. Um, And they're probably helping a lot more than I realize, too. Because, again, they're just automatic. But getting back to my points on catastrophic thinking, my first example goes into relationships. So one thing I know I do, and I'm really bad about it, is if I date somebody, um, and I'm not talking just going out on dates, I'm talking about being in a relationship If I'm in a relationship with someone and let's say they are maybe the sole provider or they own a home and I were to like move in with them um, or I'm relying on them in any way, 
um, my catastrophic thinking is uh, I could end up having to, if we break up, I could end up having to build my life back up. And I don't want to have to build my life back up if we break up. So my thought is just don't get into the relationship. Just don't do that. Don't rely on them. And that's a huge negative, right? You're, you're basically talking yourself into not trusting this person before you even know them. So I would say that that's catastrophic thinking is, oh my gosh, I'm going to be destitute if I don't, you know, if I try to date this person. So the focus, you know, my focus goes towards that immediate negative. Um, now, in my opinion, a solution to this is that non-catastrophic thinking would be to enjoy the time you have with that person, but be mindful of how to provide for yourself if you need to. So have your own like savings account, have your own bank account. Know how much you would need if you had to move out at the spur of the moment and have a six month supply saved up, which by the way, I've never had a six month supply saved up, but that's what I've always heard, you know, is to have that much money saved up for emergencies for if something like that happened. So prepare, you know, financially be prepared. Um, and really that's a main solution is, you know, have backup, have support, have financial backup and support. Um, and that's something that's always been hard for me is that financial backup. But my immediately, my immediate thought is, okay, what happens when it, when it goes bad, you know, and then you're not relying on them. So that would be, I think, catastrophic thinking. Um, the second one is owning my own business. So if I put out money for my own business, like if I were to rent a space and work out of my own little office, if I put out money and I end up not having enough clientele, say within the first three to six months, or enough money to keep a business, my own business going, my catastrophic thinking is I could end up having to owe money I don't have I would have to go back, owe money I don't have to the person I'm running from, and end up going back to square one of looking for a job at another business. So the catastrophic thinking leads to just don't bother trying to own your own business. Um, when really I could make a lot more money on my own business. But my catastrophic thinking, it just prevents that. And again, it goes back to money. So the non-catastrophic thinking would be to save up money ahead of time as backup be prepared be rational about it and don't rely on that new business for your money at first try to have another job on the side that covers your bills as you're building your own business so focus on putting quality into what you're doing rather than focusing on the quantity the quality of your work will eventually bring you more customers the quantity Similar to relationships, that quality time within your relationship, just like quality in your work, is what will bring you more success in the end. And then the third example I want to give is feelings of hopelessness. So I've talked a lot on this podcast about times when I've been at such low depressed situations and points in my, my mental state to where, you know, I've had to seek help for this. Um... And basically, I talk myself into like a catastrophic forecast um, and situations where it's just hopeless or I think I'll never be happy. Everything will always be miserable. I can't change myself. You know, it's that hopeless, hopeless mindset. 
Um, I think this definitely falls into catastrophic thinking. The focus just goes to the worst, the worst end result. Much like that thinking of, if I don't pass this test, I'll be a failure, you know. Um, so the non-catastrophic thinking, this is my solution, the non-catastrophic thinking would be to follow the same patterns as the other two situations I just mentioned. There's a pattern here. Um, putting quality into the job or jobs you that you already have will help you be more likely to get another job in the future blah 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 like I already mentioned and also in relationships putting more quality into those relationships so in relation to um, this hopeless feelings catastrophic forecast for yourself one thing is to remind yourself of the times you were happy rather than when you weren't I think that's really important if you are in that state of mind Um, I used to always think that I used to always be reminded way too much of the sad hard times and I used to forget about the good times But learn to find that quality in your personal life. I think that's like the main solution for this. So the hopelessness, um, thinking you'll never be happy. Learn to find quality in your life. So find things you can put quality effort into and you will get abundance back. So for example, I put quality time into my Tuesday night support group. And I get good results from that. I get things off of my mind. I share what happened during my week. I know that I'm not alone. I hear other people's problems, which helps me be more empathetic to what they're going through too and make me feel like this isn't just a dark cloud over my head. This is just something that's happening in life. Also, I put quality into my poetry group. We do. We meet once a month. I focus time on my writing. I share my poems. And I am actually sharing this, the end of this month when we have our poetry meeting, I'm sharing the studies of the Spanish Civil War, which I studied by reading the poets that were in Spain at that time. Um, and I'm going to share some of the poems that those poets wrote. So I'm sharing my interests, the quality I'm putting into the poetry group. I'm actually going to be reading some of those Spanish poets um, at the next reading. And as a result of me putting quality into this and sharing it with my poetry group, I get successful, healthy, positive feedback. So that's, you know, me putting quality in and getting something good out of it. So in the process, I am decreasing that sadness and negative mindset by getting this personal growth. It's shifting my viewpoint and my mindset away from that catastrophic thinking. It's interesting that another thing that helps me feel more confident in relation to my jobs and my future is having some money saved up. It gives me confidence in my ability to have a stable future, but money is related to both those things. So in each of the, each of my personal situations, the first two examples, that money was really key to that rationality, I guess you could say, or forethought, like I mentioned in the podcast yesterday. Forethought's really important in all this. Um, So in regards to forethought, I need to focus on that personal joy and that will come in my personal situations from working on building up my savings. I did a podcast about complex PTSD um, and money and I mentioned how I found that great article a few like a couple months ago and that podcast is from June 3rd of this year. I recommend listening to that if you struggle with money and you have complex PTSD um, because a lot of our things, issues with money are learned from people, from the people that raised us. It doesn't have to be necessarily your parents, but it's just someone you learned money skills from. 
but it also can be due to just to a traumatic upbringing and you know maybe trying to cope with problems in the wrong way to where you spend money in the wrong ways um, but it's about how trauma impairs your ability to make and manage money and again that's on the June 3rd podcast um, key takeaways from that article were I may have learned to mismanage my money from my caregivers. I may have had coping skills that led to financial debt, like impulse buying. That's something I've done. So when I've been, I've been in situations where I'm extremely sad, like majorly depressed, I usually go out to eat or I'll go to a movie. I'm, I'm really spending money I really shouldn't be spending, um, but it was like comfort buying. Um, or I just spend money on other things. I need to seek out, uh, one of the solutions that the article mentioned was seeking out a financial advisor, which I've actually done to an extent. Um, a key thing is to research investing and save money. Um, I relate this a little bit to forethought because like, let's say drinking too much alcohol, you wake up and you feel bad the next day. So with spending too much money, you realize the next day you're broke and you feel bad. So it's like a depressant. Um, this just leads to more sadness. One thing that works with drinking is one, remember it's, it is actually a depressant. And two, you can, you can make the change to plan for the next morning to do something like exercise, which might help prevent you from wanting to drink in the first place. So again, it's that thinking ahead. Have a plan for the next day. So with spending, it could be the same formula. Overspending is actually a bad thing, obviously, like a depressant in my opinion. And if you have a plan for the next day or next week on how you can save your money, that might help prevent you from spending something where you should actually be saving, spending on something. Be more grateful for things you have or make your budget stretch more when it comes to food. Like be more creative on how you're spending money on food. Find alternatives to things you tend to spend too much on. I almost need a little money reminder, like a little character or bell that goes off to praise me for saving my money in my savings account and showing me how close I am to my goals. I almost feel like I need a little, like on my phone when I get rid of overuse, like junk stuff on my phone, that little character pops up and it says woohoo and it like praises you. I almost feel like I need something for that with my money. Something to give me like a little a little cheerleader, a money cheerleader. But these are some things that I specifically struggle with regarding catastrophic thinking. And again, I did notice that pattern of the importance of putting that quality, quality into relationships, quality into your work, quality into yourself. And I think that one might even be the most important one. And that one actually didn't even relate to money specifically when it came to like the happiness and the cash traffic forecast it related a little bit because saving money you know it makes you feel like your your future is stronger but putting quality just into your day-to-day life um like for me it was my poetry group my support group i also was talking with someone tuesday night and they said try to and they didn't say this to me they just said it to a group of us that, um, you know, trying to, you know, maybe one day a week, or if you only want to do it one day a month, try to put out love for a whole day. So like, let's say there's a situation where you feel like you're always getting negative feedback, or 
you just aren't getting back um, positive feedback from people and you kind of wish you did. Um, or maybe you're just wanting to get more positive feedback throughout the day. Try giving out like love all day long. Like comp- you could say compliments or man, the weather is so beautiful. Um, talk about great things that are happening in the world or in your town or in your life or you know compliments go a long way um but basically putting out love like all day long or say, telling someone how great how great they look or how nice they are or you know how nice their house looks you know it's just putting out that love all day long and you get you're supposed to um get love back but that doesn't have to actually be the goal of it but just to do that just makes your day go better um, just gives you a better day um, but I hope that some of these things can kind of help maybe in catastrophic thinking that you're struggling with too this is the complex PTSD guy signing off <laughs>